Thank you for listening to this new episode of the podcast by The Still Water. It is our intent that these messages be an encouragement in your search for the God of heaven. Thank you for listening. The shopping mall was packed. Business was very good, and other than the mall being hotter than normal, it seemed like a busy, normal shopping day. But that changed in less than a minute. A crashing sound came from the upper floors, and then the five-story building shook as one floor after another collapsed on top of one another. The once massive shopping complex was a pile of concrete and steel rubble. Then the cries for help began. In the end, more than 500 people were dead and almost a 1,000 injured. The collapse of the Sampoon shopping complex was the worst civil disaster in South Korean history. At first, it was thought that the cause had been a gas explosion or maybe even a terrorist attack, but these were quickly ruled out. Instead, the investigators discovered another cause, corruption and greed. The building, which was less than 10 years old, had been constructed of substandard materials, steel that was much too thin and concrete that was too weak. More than that, during the construction, officials and inspectors had been bribed to ignore the poor construction and design. It was discovered that the original company hired to build the mall had been fired from the project. They had refused to make the illegal changes being made to the construction plans. Instead, the owner hired his own people to build the building using the weakened materials. When cracks were detected in the building before the collapse, the owner did not evacuate the building because business that day was too good. The result was hundreds were dead, the business was bankrupt, and the owner sentenced to more than 10 years in prison, all because someone made a deliberate choice to ignore what was right. The story of the Sampoon Mall disaster highlighted a problem throughout South Korea. The revelations of poor workmanship and corruption triggered the inspection of thousands of structures across the country, and it was discovered that one in 50 buildings passed inspection, with many being identified as having dangerously poor construction materials. So even though there was only one disaster, the problem was much more prevalent. The echoes of the Sampoon investigation continue even to this day. The story is not unique to South Korea, nor is it unique to modern times. Those that would know what was right, but chose to ignore or even sabotage what was right, have been around from the beginning. Even King David would have recognized the mindset of those that built the Sampoon shopping mall. We know this because David wrote about it. Transgression speaks to the wicked deep in his heart, and there is no fear of God before his eyes. For he flatters himself in his own eyes that his wickedness cannot be found out and hated. The words of his mouth are trouble and deceit. He has ceased to act wisely and to do good. He plots trouble while on his bed. He sets himself in a way that is not good. He does not reject evil. These are the opening verses of Psalm 36, a psalm written by King David more than 3,000 years ago. The mindset described would have been familiar to someone in the time of Abraham, or Pharaoh, Moses, of course, David, or even the Romans, and, of course, even in modern times. 
It is interesting that the opening conversation takes place within the mind of the person planning to do evil. They describe a mindset that there are those that plan for evil with the idea that their crime or injustice will never be found out. It describes the process as being very deliberate, that the planning takes place while they lie in bed, dreaming up ways to do harm. More than that, they know it's wrong, but choose to still follow the path. But it is the first process that is the focus of our discussion. The first line says, transgression speaks to the wicked deep in his heart. There is no fear of God before his eyes. What does it mean to fear God? This is a complex question, and we're only going to scratch the surface of it, but fear is not a word or concept that many people like to think about. They see it as a negative, destructive element in their life. But often in the Bible, fear is a positive thing, especially as related to God. In fact, this idea is very clearly seen in Psalm 111 when it is written, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. But this is an idea that is a point of conflict for some. Many say that they do not want to worship a God that they fear. So how can we resolve this? People are not afraid of red traffic lights, but they pay attention to them. They know that to ignore it and drive on through the intersection means that they may crash. They use the information that the red light provides to make a good choice, and they do so in a way that they won't ignore it. That information is valuable to them, even though there are those that run the red light, people that choose not to value it. The fear of God has a similar impact on our actions. We can learn that the Word of God gives us the signals about right and wrong. We can also learn that the consequences of ignoring those signals will be bad. Let's go back to the story of the collapsed shopping mall. There were many choices made that led to the disaster, including the purchase of cheap concrete, the illegal adding of a whole additional shopping floor, and removing support columns to add escalators. But those were symptoms of the bigger problem. The bigger problem was the owner wanted to cheat the system to make more money. He knew the stoplight was red, but was not afraid to run right through the intersection. Some might argue that if he could have known that more than 1,500 people would be hurt because of his cheating, or that he would be put in jail, he might have made different choices. This alma indicates that is not correct. While the owner of the property might not have been an engineer, he was well aware that the signals all said, stop, but he chose to ignore them. That is the very nature of this idea of cheating. Another example is Judas. There was no question that he knew what was going on as he stole money was wrong. The stoplight was there, but he chose to cheat anyway. He wanted to collect money for betraying Jesus that night in the garden and expected Jesus to walk away, something that had happened before. He wanted to cheat Jesus and to cheat the enemies of Jesus. But when the situation turned out differently, he regretted the outcome, but not how he got there. But Psalm 36 puts the focus on a different choice, choosing the God of love rather than choosing evil. David talks about the faithfulness and the righteousness of God. But he also has this line, 
In his light, we see light. And here's where we really begin to understand the full scope of our choices. We must understand and value the consequences of the choices. In our example of the stoplight, to stop not only means we are safe, but means we also obey the law. We honor the law. Even if no one had ever been hurt, it would have been the right thing to obey the building code when they built the Korean shopping mall. To obey God is to honor God and the good that He is, the good that He does, and the hope that He brings into our lives. We make the choice to follow because it is the right thing, not because we won't get caught doing evil, but because we are honoring God. And in the end, evil will not win. The last two verses of Psalm 36 say, There the evildoers lie fallen. They are thrust down, unable to rise. One of the stories that came out of the rescue efforts was that a young girl was pulled from the wreckage of the Sampoon Mall 17 days after the building collapsed. She reported that she survived by drinking water that had dripped through the rubble. She could hear the workers, and it gave her hope that she would be found. No matter the wreckage or rubble this world throws up around us, no matter if all we get are a few sips of what we need, God is searching for us, wanting to find someone willing to believe and willing to be rescued. In essence, that is what the psalm is about. We have all seen evil and know that there are those that want to commit evil, despite what others do. We can choose the God of love the God of righteousness and the God of faithfulness. We can learn what is right from God and learn to respect God for that. It means we pay attention to those good things and know that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So what would we choose? The huge shopping mall was built from not only concrete and steel, but greed, lies, and falsehoods, and it collapsed on itself. Or we can build a life that is built on the respect and honor of God, if you would, built on the fear of the Lord. What will you choose, to collapse or to stand firm? Thank you for listening to this episode of By the Still Water. It is our desire that these messages reflect the true word of God. If you would like to reach us, you can reach us by email at bythestillwater2024 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at By the Still Water Podcast. Please consider subscribing. This will alert you to new episodes when they are made available. Again, thank you for listening.